0: Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Logistics Executive TV. Today, we've got a market update uh, in Australia, and I want to introduce uh, our three other panel members for today. I'm joined here by Sandra Lee, our uh, Head of Executive Search, our global partner for Executive Search based in uh, Brisbane. Cassandra, how are you going?
1: Hi, Kim, how are you? Good day.
0: And it's good to see you. We have Sal is the General Manager for Trade and Policy Operations, for the FTA, Freight and Trade Alliance, uh, and the APSA, which is the Australian Peak Shippers Association.
2: Uh, Sal, how are you doing? Yeah, good, Kim, good, Cassandra, Um, thanks for having us on, and uh, Tom, always good to see you. Good stuff,
0: and we've got Tom Jensen as well who's Head of International Freight and Logistics for FTA and uh, APSA. Cass, do you want to take it away? I think there's been some big events in Australia in the last few days, and uh, we want to drill down on that in a short update.
1: There has been. We just had the federal budget uh, released on Tuesday night, so there's you know lots of interesting news coming out of there, and some big implications for the industry. So, Sal, do you want to give us a bit of a heads up? What are you know a couple of the key takeaways that have come out of the budget?
2: Yeah, thanks, Cassandra. Quite a few things. Um, probably the big ones around biosecurity. So I'll leave that one to last as sort of the big finale. Um, a really interesting one is the, the tax office is getting about um, half a billion dollars in funding for increased GST compliance. So I think anyone who's um, not doing the right thing on their GST reporting would um, would take heed of that. But the ATO looks like they're going to be funded to really um, get on top of that. Um, for exporters, the um, Austrade are being defunded of the Export Market Development Grants Program. Um, it's about $61 million that was in the budget. So no funding that was already committed um, or any applications currently under assessment will be impacted, but going forward, that program is being ceased. Um, We're told the savings from that will be redirected to fund other government policy priorities in that DFAT portfolio. Speaking of DFAT, a really interesting one is they've got $4 million for review policy options to reduce carbon leakage, and that includes possibly the introduction of a Australian carbon border adjustment mechanism. So that's another way of saying, um, if if imports coming in from overseas um, haven't had a, sort of a carbon price put onto it, um, it would be adjusted potentially at the border. Simplified yeah, trade system gets another twenty four million dollars to keep working on that um, and just making things easier for importers and exporters to to access the um, the border. Um, the big news, though, was um, sustainable funding for biosecurity. That was an election commitment by the, the newish Albanese government. I think they've been in power about an, uh, a year now. Um, yeah. To give a bit of context, I've been with FTA just on three years now and, and without question the top issue that um, gets raised or has been raised with me in Australia has been ongoing delays in relation to um, biosecurity delays both Documentary-wise at the border, and also inspections. Um, Just a quick so one,
0: comment- Sal, for, Sal, Sorry if I can jump in, Cass. Uh, Tom, uh, Sal mentioned a couple of organisations our audience internationally may not recognise. That was DFAT and AusTrade. What are they, Tom?
3: <laughs> yeah, so DFAT's the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. So, so basically, they look after a lot of their foreign affairs implementation of yeah the regular, regulations there. And Austrade are basically the the governing body that help a lot of the importers and exporters around the country to make sure things get around the world. It's, uh, so then
1: what's the, so like it's, the real impact, you know, to Australian organisations or Australian New Zealand organisations exporting? You know, is it a win or is it a loss?
2: Yeah, well, I, I think that um, Export Market Development Grant is, is a potential loss. Um, you know, that was money that was being... Uh, granted to to exporters to help them um, access overseas markets so you know hopefully it's still kept um in that space and and reinvested um, in other ways that that support um, Australian exporters um but just to finish off um with biosecurity they, they've've basically got about a billion dollars extra and additional funding um which is definitely um overdue um It it appears from where we sit that they were sort of underfunded for quite a long time. Uh, I think probably just to finish off, what's really interesting is that um, low value goods will be cost recovered for the first time. So e-commerce shipments under $1,000 will have um, a small amount, maybe $0.40 per package. Um, It starts on the 1st of July, 2024. Um, Previously, that wasn't cost recovered.
1: Yeah, Okay. And then, you know, from an export perspective for the Australian market, you know, with a larger food bowl, right, so we've just got this huge opportunity. So for organisations from a freight perspective, with the biosecurity funding, how is that going to benefit Australian companies exporting? Or does it? Tom, we're
3: here. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. go, Tom. Yeah, I was going to say, you might have seen the president of the Farmers' Association on TV. She wasn't too happy with the... uh, the uh, government for the budget, Not but, at all. Um, yeah. So basically, they are they are, um, yeah, basically in- introducing a few extra fees on the import side, uh, but at the same time, it hasn't really helped the mums and dads buying the groceries. But um, yeah, it was, uh, largely all in all, it's it's a budget that we sort of it's it's really um, one that was hard to swallow, but for the exporters, yeah. but um, on the import side, it's increasing the biosecurity to make it better in the long run for exporters as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's some wins and some losses into it. It's going to be interesting to sort of how this plays out. So, you know, it might be the the perfect sort of catalyst to have another conversation in about a month's time when we really start to resonate with what the fine print is, what it means for the industry, like how this is actually going to permeate. and, And given the macroeconomic environment that we're all in, how it's actually going to affect the Australian exporters as well as the importers, and who's winning and who's actually going to lose.
2: Yeah, so I just, think you just, make a really good point. Sorry, just to say that these are budget announcements, but how they are then converted into on-the-ground actions is yeah, um, yeah. is interesting and remains to be seen. Exactly. Hey, I just wanted to throw quickly,
0: guys, back to uh, that issue of e-commerce uh, taxing e-commerce shipments because globally, all around the world, and all the markets we operate in, um, many of our customers, it's the you know, of course, the government's been trying to find a mechanism whereby local retailers can can compete with uh, e-commerce which is just cross border and no no tax so that's a big one sell.
2: yeah um and you know we um we don't like to look into our crystal ball too much but biosecurity have put this on the agenda and it uh, you know there's a good chance that um customs or australian border force would probably follow them down that path and say well we're not cost recovering any of our activities against these low value goods um, and our friends at Biosecurity have done it. We'll um, we'll do the same. with yeah. the ticket. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely.
0: Yeah. So so FTA and APSO, your your uh, representative, your advocacy organisation, the peak advocacy organisation in Australia, representing exporters, uh, representing freight carriers, uh, but particularly a lot of uh, primary exporters as well. You know, very impressive uh, subscriber list there of several hundred major organisations. Um, Quickly, as we wrap up, what would be maybe, Tom, one or two or sell, one or two of the really big issues? I see you guys on um, on TV and also on, uh, on LinkedIn a lot with your representation, advocacy with the federal government in uh, Canberra and in the various states where you're all located. What are some of the really big issues that you're trying to push
2: uh, from an advocacy point of view for the exporters at the moment in Australia? Yeah, the, the, probably the, the burning one was the, um, you know, we called for a review by the Productivity Commission, which, which they did last year into Australia's maritime system around things like um, uh, terminal access charges and uh, empty container detention uh, fees. Um, basically, we're asking for some reform in that area. The, uh, the Productivity Commission put out a fantastic report, um, making a lot of suggestions. Um, for reform in that area, but that's now sitting with government. So now it's, um, I guess, it's up to the government to enact some of those or all of those uh, recommendations. And that meeting was
1: just last week, wasn't it, that the report was heading down and there was uh, another meeting about what the findings were and what needs to be done and how the, it a year low or something.
2: No, the, uh, from memory, um, the, the draft was uh, late last year and the final report was handed to government um, early this year. So, um, right. The, the the it sits with the treasurer and um you know he's obviously been pretty busy putting the budget together but um it's been with government for quite some time now
1: okay Be interesting so just, to see what comes out
0: of that yeah so quick one just on the broader picture on the economy in australia for the budget then uh the first uh surplus announced for 15 years is that right in the the uh mm. the budget australia even though the country owes a trillion um, somehow they've got a, a <laughs> surplus is that right
3: yeah, um, basically, uh, I think the Liberals actually said they talked about a surplus a few years ago, but it didn't didn't end up being a surplus. So we'll wait and yeah. see. Maybe the Labour have done the same, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, good stuff.
0: Okay, so uh, Sal Malici, the GM for Trading Policy uh, Operations for FDA, Freight and Trade Alliance, and the Australian Pig Shippers Association. And, uh, and of course, Tom Jensen. Um, both of you working very, very hard for Australian shippers, Australian exporters, manufacturers, producers. Um, Cass, any final questions for these chaps before we let them go? Because I'm going to ask where we can get hold of you, where any organisations or individuals who want to contact you and uh, yeah. become part of your organisation. So we'll talk to that in a second. But Cass, any, any yeah. final questions from you?
1: So, like, Tom, what you know, what's the one big thing that we're working on now with the association members to expand their exports? You know, what's the the key advocacy issue that you're working
3: on? Uh we there's a few on the go actually. Um, we're looking at security reforms. They're changing, trying to deregulate a bit of the security processes around. Um, so that's one of them. Uh, the exporters in general, I, I guess they're they're very um, rate driven as well. So. With the rates going up and down, they're, they're finally going up on the import side, but they've, they've been bottomed out for a while. So we're expecting a few increases on the import side, but the exporters—I mean, at the end of the day, they'll—they'll they'll, they'll, um, they'll get their deals as well. Their freight price prices will come down a bit because there's a few more options now on air. Yeah. A few more airlines now come into the market, such as United Airlines. Okay,
1: so we've got a bit of good news on the horizon for them.
3: Yeah. Yep.
1: Good to hear.
0: Stuff. So anything you're working on, Sal? Anything yourself and Paul? Of course, Paul, is your CEO. Who we've interviewed before. Uh, any major issues that are burning at a federal level?
2: It's it's that um, productivity commission um, yeah. and just getting the sure. getting government to act on that one. That's the big one. Um, and yeah, I'd be I'd encourage your viewers to to look into that productivity commission uh, review on Australia's maritime system and and its recommendations. And um, you know. The, that kind of encapsulates everything that we're advocating on behalf of our members.
0: So, the Productivity uh, uh, Commission, I recall from many years ago being in Australia, is uh, an independent body. Is that right? And they sort of like there to hold the, the government accountable for what they're doing and what the policies uh, are. Doing.
2: It's it's part of the. It's a government um, agency, I guess. And and yeah. quite often when when um, when government has a problem um, that they don't know how to how to manage. Um, they, they task the Productivity Commission with doing a review into whatever the problem is um, sure. and, and providing them with a, a report and recommendations. Okay. Brilliant.
0: Hey folks, uh Cass, thank you for giving us some time from I'm not sure where you are. You're in Sydney today. Sal and Tom, uh, thanks so much for joining us. So if folks want to be in touch with the FTA or APSA, where can they get hold of you?
2: Probably LinkedIn's the best place to find me. Um Sal, do a search on Sal Malich, or Freight and Trade Alliance, and you'll find um you'll find me there. Or or just um our website um, has all our contact details. Um cool. ftalliance.com.au. Okay, brilliant. I'm pretty sure we can see that up here as well.
0: Brilliant. So uh Sal, Tom, and Cassandra, thanks so much for joining us. Really look forward to further updates to see how things are going in Australia. Australia, of course, as you were saying earlier, Cass, a uh, great football for uh the world really massive massive production and output of all sorts of food and produce um and there's massive amount of activity going on politically geopolitically as well in terms of major markets and those things are evolving as we speak. So the next time we talk, I think we might have a review of those sorts of uh, activities that are going on and how that's playing out for the industry in Australia. past uh Sal, Tom, thanks very much again and thanks everybody for joining us on Logistics Executive TV.